the most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Kane. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 955 and AM 750. WSB. We you have any belief that you stand a chance to win this nomination, let alone the presidency? Most of the people that are in elective office in Washington, D.C. have held public office before. How's that working for you? Herman Cain, Solutions for a Better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because you know we're going to tell you the truth, give you the facts because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better USA. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. First hey things there, Herman, first. How you doing? I'm great. First things first. Iowa is playing Minnesota. I yes. used to live in Minnesota. How many points will you give me in if I take Minnesota? I think it's a pretty big line because um, if I remember correctly, Iowa is number five and yes. undefeated, and Minnesota is not doing that well this year. Um, not that I would ever wager on anything like that, Herman. Give but, me 90 uh, points, 100 points. I think points, come the on. line is like 12 or something like that. <laughs> oh, I want more than that. You want more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, think about it. Uh, not only is there a big football game tomorrow night in Iowa, in yes. Iowa City, with number five Iowa undefeated. I mean, I don't think they've won the Big Ten since 2004. So this is a big, big deal for fa- football fans of the Hawkeyes. Oh, yeah. Then you also have... Uh, I, uh, there's going to be an outdoor wrestling tournament at Iowa in the stadium before the game. And that's going to attract a lot of attention. And the the Democratic debate's going to be going on at the same time as the Iowa football game. Now, if you're an Iowa State fan, I can understand why you won't be watching Iowa. But, you know, those things, we've talked about it for weeks. And, and look, the Democrats could have never known that Iowa would be 9-0, that they'd be playing at night. I they knew that. it was a football but day. Still be, <laughs> it's still a home football Good day God. for the University of Iowa. I mean, all of you listening out there in various places, whether it's the South or the Midwest or whatever, if you're a big football fan, you know how those local towns, everything shuts yes. down, and that's yes. all there is. And, and, you know, even if you had a, a big school, like, well, let's just say we were having a debate in Alabama. Well, if Alabama's playing at home, I know a lot of people are going to the Alabama home game. They're not right. worried about yeah. the debate. So it does feed in into the thought process that, wait a second, uh, why are they having these debates? I mean, the, this is the last debate in Iowa for the Democrats tomorrow night before the Iowa caucuses. Wait a second. What are the Iowa caucuses? They're February the 1st. Yes. The last debate in New Hampshire is the Saturday night before Christmas for the Democrats. The, the New Hampshire primary is February the 9th. So that's a long time. And even the closer one uh, for South Carolina is on the Sunday before the primary, or maybe two before, but it's on an NFL playoff Sunday at night. So, you know, you, you sort of look at that and you can understand why some people say, well, wait a second, this schedule is done to protect Hillary Clinton. On the other hand, she doesn't need much de- defending right now. No. She's strongly up in the polls. She has only tightened her grip on the race. Uh, I saw some uh, unbelievable stat today that she has 71% of all Democratic Party endorsements at this point in time, the largest relative number uh, to any candidate since 2000. So she seems very well positioned, still hanging over her head, obviously, the, the letters FBI, 
in the whole thing from her emails. But again, I sort of counsel Republicans. This is like warning your kids about their Christmas present. You may hope for something on Christmas morning, but it doesn't mean Santa's going to deliver it. Well, I'd say the same thing to the GOP about the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails. It might happen. It might drop on her head like a two-ton weight, and then again, it might not. Well, I think, I don't know. Well, first of all, didn't wouldn't Debbie Wasserman Schultz have been involved in setting this Democrat debate schedule? She has sternly defended the, uh, the way they've done this, and in fact, uh, really... Uh, given the back of the hand to anybody who has brought up any type of criticism, which which feeds into the the thought that uh, that it was done in a certain way. So, you know, again, most debates are not on Saturday nights. Most debates are not on Sunday nights. Uh, but uh, that's that's the schedule that the Democrats have at this point in time. Now, Hillary will probably get unless something totally, totally out of the blue happens, get the Democrat nomination. She's going to have to do at least one one or two debates with the Republican candidate, right? Yep. They're oh, not yeah, going to be three debates. To, huh? Three debates. Yeah, there's three of them next fall. Oh, yes. that that's already been determined. Already, the, the, we've got the dates and everything. Yes. Cool. Uh, in fact, the first one I think is on a Sunday night in uh, um, in Dayton, Ohio, or in the Dayton, Ohio area at Wright State University. There's also one at um, wa- I think it's Washington University in St. Louis, and then the last one is in Las Vegas. So. Um, do we know who's sponsoring them in terms of which networks are involved? It's done by the Commission on Presidential Debates, okay. if I remember correctly. That is debates.org, I think is what it is. And they're the ones uh, that have put together the uh, the various you know uh, debates in recent years. So let's right. see. Monday, September 26th, Wright State University outside of Dayton, Ohio. Tuesday, October 4th is the Vice Presidential Debate in Virginia at Longwood University. Uh, the second debate next fall is Sunday, October the 9th at Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri, and the third and final presidential debate will be Wednesday, October the 19th of 2016, uh, hosted by UNLV in Las Vegas. Interesting. Well, here's the thing. Out of the 17 people who started out in this Republican presidential uh, race that's going on, I can think of at least 10 of them that should be able to soundly defeat Hillary Clinton with substance if they were debating debating her one-on-one. I mean, so that's going to be the challenge. Whoever the nominee is, they're going to have to be prepared to bring the the substance in a debate like that. So we'll see how things unfold. Yeah, yesterday was interesting on several fronts. First, there's a lot more back and forth between uh, the Ted Cruz camp and the Marco Rubio camp on immigration. You know, I think a lot of people may not realize that that uh, Cruz is not on the same page as Donald Trump when it comes to immigration. Trump, you know, has talked about removing the 11 million people here in the United States. Cruz, in recent years, has talked about allowing them to stay but not have a pathway to citizenship. So they would have some kind of reduced legal status, but that you would not actively try to uh, not uh, take them out of the United States unless, of course, they were criminal, illegal aliens or something along those lines. Cruz has gone after Rubio, Marco Rubio, on immigration. Rubio fired right back yesterday. And then the other big development, of course, yesterday was this big rally by uh, Donald Trump in Fort Dodge in Iowa, and in which he bitterly lashed out at, at, at uh, Ben Carson last night. And Steve Deese, who is one of the more influential talk radio hosts in the state of Iowa, uh, came out last 
night and and felt like what he said was he he saw a meltdown by Donald Trump. Now, obviously, it's the it's the age old thing. A lot of Trump supporters are going to look at what he uh, his rally last night, give him the big thumbs up, and go from there. But I think the the level of negative stories that came out of that rally last night really interesting. Trump, that I mean, his quote was, "How stupid are the people of Iowa?" How stupid are the people of this country to believe this crap? And he was talking about Ben Carson's life story. So just watch that one to see where that goes in the days ahead, Herman. I'm going to watch it, but uh, can we say backfire? That's just, I don't do predictions, but, you know, occasionally I'll go out on a limb. And uh, I don't think that that's going to I don't think that's going to be uh, positive. Again, I'm not going to say that this is the end of Trump because I think it's a mistake every time when people in the media, whether they're pundits or reporters, say that because I don't believe that. But I do think that after watching this race for a while, Trump gets to a point sometimes where he turns a few people off. So we'll have to see. Uh, I, I agree. You know, Trump and Carson are very close in Iowa in the polls. They're very close nationally. And, you know, uh, you get to that point where you wonder, what you know, where does Trump want to go in terms of taking on Carson? Last night was a sort of a very personal kind of attack. Carson refusing to reply in kind. They're both going to be down uh, in the Orlando area at a big Republican gathering down there this weekend. And then again, with this, we're in this sort of uh, interim period where a full month before the next GOP debate. Will Fiorina be at that gathering in Orlando? Do you, you know, know? I don't know. You know, I, I don't remember seeing that on her schedule, but I don't want to say for sure no. I thought I saw that her schedule had her in Iowa and New Hampshire, but I could be wrong about that. All right. Well, you you and others have pointed out before that after a stellar debate performance and she she sort of disappears disappeared now yeah. after this now last she is going to be in florida so here's her okay. schedule that i'm looking at here she was in iowa for several days today she's in uh the western part of iowa and then tomorrow at 3:30, she will be speaking down in orlando at the sunshine summit so she is going there yes but well, I think your your broader point is is very true. She has these good debate performances. Let's face it, she has had I think four very solid debates. Yes, and yes. she has gotten under Donald Trump's skin, and not in a nasty way, in a very effective way, and made her points and had four very good debates, and yet. Once she gets out of the debate, she sort of falls off the screen. Now, there's two ways to look at that. Either the message just isn't catching fire and and people just aren't there with her, and so she's not creating a groundswell. Or maybe I might make this posit. Maybe her team is not good enough at exploiting that kind of momentum and being able to capitalize on it afterwards. I don't know what the answer is, but you have to start wondering about all facets. When she pops up and does so well, and then just seems to fade away for the next couple of weeks. I think it's twofold. One, what you said, and with all due respect to her team, we're just trying to help you by giving you some constructive criticism. There's a way to capitalize on those debate performances, and they are not. Uh, and secondly, how she uses her time. The other thing is, she doesn't, negative makes the news when Trump is negative towards somebody, it makes the news. When Cruz and Rubio are going at it, it makes the news. She doesn't attack anybody. Now, I'm not saying that she should, so now she's got to be much more creative by getting in the news with positive stuff. You yep. see what I mean? No, no. And listen, uh, and, and we can see who gets, you know, Trump uh, does his big thing last night. He gets a lot of attention. Yeah. The arena, I think, is going, uh, you know, going around doing her uh 
you know, basically the the hard groundwork. I mean, she's at the uh, public library. Uh, I guess this was yesterday. She was at a public library yesterday, an activity center. She's doing something with vets this morning. Here's a, a, an evening, an afternoon town hall, then meeting with the Republican Party of Adair County in Greenfield, Iowa. You know, just the, those are the, the events that you've got to do to meet the voters but at the same time, you've also got to get yourself noticed, and it's just not happening on a broad scale. If I were advising her staff, I would have her stay on the uh, her versus Hillary Clinton uh, message. Yeah, don't you think she's effective Absolutely. at that? She's very effective at that. Forget about these other folk running. Run against Hillary with your message. And I think she would make the news a lot more. Even though the liberal media is going to try to protect Hillary, if she stays on that message, I think she'd probably get a little bit more exposure. Well, especially think about it. If you're in Iowa today, what better way to preview the Democratic debate than by going after and jabbing at Hillary Clinton today to get on the local news? But again, there's so many candidates, you can't be on the news every day. Now, we're going to be together tomorrow in Jacksonville. Yes, looking forward to it. Can we bring a TV out on stage to watch this pitiful Democrat debate? while we are in front of people. I'm, actually, we're putting it on the big screen, and Neil is going to live uh, comment on it, I think. That will be hilarious. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Hey, good. Looking forward to see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, buddy. You're listening to The Herman Cain Show.